Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday is National Championship Hangover Day. Uh, that was a uh, fun one, huh? I mean, that wasn't the game even was over before it started. I knew it was, I wouldn't <laughs> say I knew it was happening like that, but wow. I mean, Georgia is just proving that they are the the uh, omega. They are the the top dogs. No pun, I guess. And the then Georgia you can Bulldogs. Insert the the conversation here Oof. was like, oh, they need more college playoff teams because TCU did not belong. Well, they did belong because they beat the teams they needed to beat to get Correct. there. So they did belong in that game, but oof. Yeah. So anyway, Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci here at Chop Studios for another episode. Today, we're going to dive into uh, the playoffs. The playoffs are here. We can't wait for them. Uh, well, one of us are excited for their, our own individual teams, but of, overall, it's the best time of the year. The playoffs are great. Obviously, Wild Card Weekend is probably, if you had to rank them, clearly the Super Bowl is the best game to watch. But like you think about Wild Card Weekend is usually where you get like the real the real, the best games, I want to say, like the most evenly matched games. Did like, you see Luca the other day? <laughs> My team is eliminated, so I have no idea what Dave is talking about. Yeah, now, of course. Wild Card Weekend is great because they treat it. You know, each game gets its own standalone prime time slot. I yeah. guess you could call it. It's not really prime time, but yeah. And they added the wild cards games this year, so there's just football all weekend, and every game is a game seven. Yeah, yeah what, absolutely. What did you ask for getting back to the college national championship real quick? Um, Stetson Bennett, obviously, who's older than both of us, um, went out yes. there and uh, won himself at the second national championship. His stock went up through the roof. I saw a big bet on Stetson's um, Mojo stock price. Guy put out, I want to say forty eight hundred dollars or eighty four hundred something to that. I don't exactly know the number off the top of my head, but I do know that his stock went up. So I know if you you know you went you in on, on if you went in on him, you won some money last night. Um, does he have draft value? Like, do you do you look at Stetson Bennett? Like, I mean, he, someone's going to give he's him. He's like Chris Winky, you know. Like, <clears throat> someone's going to give him a shot. There's no doubt he's going to at least get workouts. But I don't know, no high draft capital. I think he's too old for that. But if a quarterback, if he could play quarterback. In the NFL, it doesn't saying, matter like, if he's 39, 45. If he could play, they're going to use him. You're looking like Cap Rooney out there. Um, my uh, Any given Sunday fans will get that one. But, yeah, they run away with it. Georgia is just a powerhouse. I, I really do feel that college football, um, with the transfer portal and everything that the new rules were set in place ever since 2020, I feel like, I don't know, man, you're going to, like, they want to expand the playoffs, great. But you're going to see the same powerhouse schools in there each and every year. Whoever has money. It's, it's a bidding war. It's literally the NFL with no salary cap. Yeah, but it has almost little or nothing to do with the transfer portal. If anything, I would say that the transfer portal may make it where other teams could get a guy from an Alabama who's not playing for two years, and then he gets a good they get a good recruit because he's sitting in Alabama. Kind of like what Joe Burrow out. did, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's common, and I think what the transfer portal that they have right now, I, I understand it's like the Wild West, but... It was. It's better now that it's the Wild West and they're able to do what they want because legally there was no reason why they shouldn't have been. Mm. And you're having a kid sit out a full season of eligibility because he wants to go to a different school. It right. just seems like it's backwards. I, um, it's in that now. regard, I agree. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, when, like, at what point will Georgia, Bama, those teams, like, what, what point will they fall off? I don't think they will, ever, for as long as we live and as long as they have the exact same, like, people in place – Coaching aside, well, how many how many national titles do you think Georgia has? They got back to back, but they only have four, ever. But I'm Maybe saying like now, three. now they'll like yeah. But they're when you're SEC. a high school kid, 
playing receiver on Friday night, and you're thinking to myself, where do I want to go to school? I, I want to go to Georgia. I think we could agree Ohio State, Alabama right now are the, probably the main constants. There is going to be an SEC team every once in a while, like LSU, Auburn. They're going to creep up, and they're going to they're going to obviously you see LSU. LSU is going to win like two in the next three years. Watch. Think so? Yeah, they, yeah Interesting. yes, I do. All right, well, the college playoffs expand, I believe, in a couple years. I don't think it's, is it next year? It's can't be next year, right? I have no idea. If they're expanding I, I, again. They definitely I, are expanding. I, it's the up to eight. College football playoffs. Yeah, it's oh. it's at eight, I believe. Um, but I'm not sure if it goes into effect next year or the year after that. However, whatever it is, you will see Georgia back there next year. You will see a, t- a school like TCU. My biggest curiosity thing right now is the fact that yesterday we had some coaching movement in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury was fired. So like. Is Kingsbury going to get back into the college scene? You know what I mean? Like, that's yes. the guy you would think. But we talked about it yesterday on our other show. We said mm. there's not many opportunities kind of hovering around right now to, like, the big schools I'm talking about. The beauty of getting fired as an NFL coach is that you get paid. So he doesn't really need an opportunity the, right away. Yeah, I can guarantee true. you that they would put him on TV. So there's an opportunity for you. And talk a little bit of football, get more uh, recognition in terms of facial recognition, household name. You're on TV every week, either talking college football or talking pro. And then all of a sudden, these kids that are you're going to go recruit in a year, are like, oh, I just saw this guy on TV. It's a good recruiting uh, tactic. I do wonder if he like you know the next shiny new toy head coach out of college to go to the NFL. I mean, obviously Jim Harbaugh is interviewing with the Broncos, which is cool. But like, I don't foresee him leaving Michigan to go deal with Russ Wilson and the and the Broncos. I I just don't see it. He has a key to Michigan right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he could just he's the governor. I think mayor. I think Harbaugh is. You're going to get speculation after every season about Harbaugh. It's like it's like what eventually they used to do to eventually. He is going to leave for the NFL again because he got he wants another challenge. Not that he's done it in in college, but trust me, this guy wants to coach in the league. He's NFL. Michigan does get their running back back. Yeah. He, he's coming back for another year, so it's a lot of college talk. Obviously, we can get into that as the draft gets closer because some of these guys you're going to want to invest in now before they even get drafted. Just basically predicting where they would go and if they're going to have some serious value or hype behind them, you might want to get in on them now before their price rises through the moon. All right, today we have playoff quarterbacks, guys. Okay, who are you investing in right now when it comes to the playoff quarterbacks? And when I start this off, we'll start off with the two guys that don't have a game this week, and that's the number one seeds overall, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes. This isn't really a game of this guy or that guy, but we did want to stack the matchups together um, in, in order to kind of de- de- decipher which guy you would well, go yeah, well, with These guys have going one forward. Seed, neither one has a game, so. Right, so. When you look at both of these guys on the surface, and, and just so we're aware, and I, I, for whatever reason, I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware. I, I had Patrick Mahomes not only in my portfolio mojo, but also he led me to a fantasy championship, right? But I didn't even, like, really stop and look at his stats this year. Like, I didn't really stop. Like, by, like the weeklies that go by, I'm like, wow, he did this. Yeah, he did this. Patrick Mahomes threw for five. 5,250 yards. He threw 41 touchdown passes. Like, that was the quietest 41 touchdown pass. For me, it was. I I don't know. I just... It's what we're talking about when we're it's trying to all these we're little trying, underneath we're, and flicks. Yeah, and it's the, not. It's, look, there's 40 of them. I know. You know I'm eventually, you're going to be like... It's like when Tom Brady had his fourth Super Bowl. I was like, all right, like, the talk rule. I was trying to find reasons why he didn't deserve them. And now he's got 38. You're like, well... I mean, not much I Take can say away here. two. The guy's you know, a, a couple okay. lucky ones here or there, fine, but give me a break. Um, but in, in regards to these guys, uh, stock prices, um, not similar at all because of, uh, obviously, Patrick Mahomes and his bank value and what he's done already. He does have a 15-time multiplier. To me, that's uh, Patrick Mahomes in your portfolio is your 
is your Tesla, is your Apple, is your is those that are the I stocks. I be careful with Tesla right oh, now. Well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Just stocks that are always kind of on the move uh, in the best way possible, except for, except for right now. Amazon. All right. Let, let's just, I would be careful. No, oh I have no God. idea about what's going on with this Amazon. This is why I play Mojo Market and not the real market because I don't have a clue. But what I will say is this guy's your most consistent. This guy with a 15-time multiplier. Again, when you slap that on him, these, these vets and these stars, they don't move as much without him. But when they do move, man, you do cash in. And again, the bad games will happen. The the three interception games will happen. Um, I'm just speaking on behalf of Dak, my client. <laughs> but I, those games will happen, and your stock will fall a little bit, you know. But if you have those multipliers on them, they will kind of hit you hard. But Mahomes, for me, every time he's ever gone down, it's like I was. I knew the next week. I'm like, it's fine. You know, it's, it's, this one's going right back up. Um, so Patrick Mahomes to me is a safe bet. Jalen Hurts, on the other hand, you know his. It, he just got back off of injury. He's got the shoulder thing going on. He's not going to play a week, so that's beneficial for him. Uh, he finishes the year with 3,700 yards and 760 uh, rushing yards. He scored, ready for this, 22 through the air, 13 on the ground, 35 total touchdowns. This did, the, the dude's a star. He's a star. He's going to be a star in the league for a long time, so Eagles fans, you know, buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. But if, if you did, Gun to your head right now. Choose between the two of these guys to go long on right now. 10-time multiplier on Jalen Hurts or a 15-time on Patrick Mahomes. Who's your safer okay, bet? Okay, so now we're basing this off of this postseason. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, because okay. overall, I mean, we know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. But I'm saying, like, this postseason, who are you in on more to make some money? And remember, longevity in the postseason, meaning who do you think is going to go farther? Who do you think is going to have more opportunities to do well in the playoffs? I think there's a really good chance that the – the Chiefs end up playing the Bengals in the second round. And Oof. for that reason, I'm going to say I think Jalen Hurts has a better chance. I just think he has a better chance in the NFC to come out because they should be the favorites, if not the favorites, very close with San Fran. If you look over in the AFC, while the, the Chiefs might be the favorites, I think we could all agree that that's a very tough AFC this year. Those top three teams, it's like take your pick. Any one of those teams could come out. Um, but I will say this. The quarterback that comes out of the AFC this year is not only is he already a superstar, but if it's one of those Josh Allen, Mahomes, or Burrow, if any of those three guys come out of the AFC this year, oh my goodness gracious, the stock <laughs> is going to go through the roof because you're beating the other two, you know? And then we're, right. we're mixing in Herbert and Lawrence. Like the AFC is in good hands. AFC going is forward. in good hands. If you're an AFC fan, I'm sorry, because I mean, like, obviously, no, even, if, what, even if you're a Chiefs bro, fan, it you got to deal with this it makes crap. It, it makes it the best. It ma what what better? You know, like what better? It makes it you're not it's not supposed to be easy. So when one of these quarterbacks, if they come out on top, it's like, wow, I really got to get through all that. And the mojo market will probably respond accordingly. And get I, paid. I wholeheartedly agree. I think agree. that the Chiefs have a better chance to win the Super Bowl if they play in it. Because they don't have to play the AFC, but they're not going to. It's going to be tough. Oh, so again, basically, right? he's calling the AFC champion the champion. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how you're looking at it. So Jalen Hurts, while you might have a good postseason, you might not get like, that Super Jalen Bowl Hurts, bonus that I we're think all Jalen coming. Hurts is a better buy for the. I think Jalen Hurts over the next year or two, you're going to see a bigger increase than you will see with Mahomes. 100. This is without multipliers. This is just straight up. Yeah. Um, because Mahomes is already kind of the, the expectations are there. There's still not such high expectations for Jalen Hurts, I guess, because of his style. Trepidation. Or what? But look, Jalen Hurts are going to make money if you invest in him now. Invest in both, but I would say Hurts. 
Hurts for the rest of this postseason, which is crazy to say. It is crazy to say. So moving on. It's like, you see the charts? Oh, they just... Wait until <laughs> you get like, to Brady Dak. It, is, it yeah, makes Dak look like he hasn't played I know. It's, it's ridiculous. But now we'll focus in on the 2-7 NFC spot. That's Brock Purdy of the 49ers and, of course, Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith had himself a fantastic season, gets the Seahawks to the playoffs, man. I looked at Geno Smith and the and the Seahawks as a whole, and I said, they'll be jockeying for position with the Bears for the number one overall pick. I got the Bears right, but the Seattle Seahawks proved a lot of people wrong. So credit to Geno, credit to Kenneth Walker, credit to the coaching staff. Everything that those guys have done over there post-Russell Wilson. It was kind of insane to me. Um, so it's Geno and it's Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy's only got a two-time long multiplier, but the expectations going into his stock portfolio were super low. Like, the guy's going to be Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft. Nobody really believes in the guy. He's playing mistake-free football. But if I'm looking at both of these guys as a whole, I'm looking at longevity in the playoffs, and I think the Seattle Seahawks are the one-and-done team this year as much as I think they had a, a, a magical season. I'm going long on Brock Purdy right now because I think this kid has a chance to go play in the NFC title game. That's that's where I'm at with Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer for me as well. They're going to win the football game. And just aside from that, I think Geno is a good investment right now because I think Geno signs a long And he's a free agent to be. So, yes, he's going to get some so serious even cash. Even if, if he gets bounced, the odds are he's not going to play well against San Francisco on the road. Nobody's going to expect him to. So Geno goes out there and throws a dud up. Are we really going to be like, oh, my God, Geno's done? No. Gino went on the road in the postseason against San Fran and did what we thought he was going to do. So right. I say when he gets his contract, there's going to be an uptick. I'm not sure how much of one, but you could definitely expect an uptick in Gino come off season at some point. But you might have to just wait for him to get this L first. So catch this L, Gino, and then in the off season we invest. And don't write Is back. That a deal. Don't write back. Is that a deal? That's a deal. Um, but Gino. There could be other teams that are looking for a Gino type vet quarterback. Maybe a reunion high. in New York. The Jets, that is, not the Giants. Gino going to the Texans, maybe. Oh, no, they, they don't need a stopgap. They but, need to draft a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but, the Texans need to draft a quarterback. But I think what you saw this year or the last two with with Zach Wilson and like I've said this tons of times. Not every quarterback is ready right out of the gate. Just because you draft him doesn't mean he's good to go. Sometimes you need a year or two, and if you want to do things the proper way and keep your quarterback confident, et cetera, yeah. then no, you're you, right. know, you sit him. All right, let's move it on. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is my guy for this Easy one as money. well. Um, very interesting matchup between the three-seed Vikings with Kirk Cousins and the six-seed Daniel Jones with the New York football Giants. Daniel Jones has proven a lot of people wrong. There's one stat that does kind of jump out at me. This year, he's thrown for 3,200 yards. Not the greatest on the yardage, and not the greatest through the air either. Only 15 touchdown passes, but who the hell is he throwing it to? There's nobody over there, right? Kenny Galladay got involved last week. Good luck. Um, he's, he's He fumbled the ball six times. Six. He's down from 2019, where he fumbled 19 times. Ball security has been a thing for Daniel Jones. He's worked on it. He's improved it. He's got a better coaching staff. I think the Giants go in there, and they show out. I think Daniel Jones is the play this week against a bad, bad Minnesota Vikings defense. I truly believe that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley this week alone earned their long-term deal with the New York Giants. I don't know how you divvy up the money, but it doesn't matter. Both of these guys are in for the long haul. And I've always been one to kind of judge Kirk Cousins based off of success. His numbers are always gaudy. His numbers are always big. But I just look at Kirk Cousins like, that's cool. You're there again. Get ready to get disappointed because it's it's the Daniel Jones show this week. I mean, 
I think maybe it's a Saquon show. I know we're here to talk about Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins, but I'm We'll not, talk about Saquon I, tomorrow. <laughs> I think Daniel Jones, looking at his share price and his market expectations, I think Daniel Jones is a solid, solid buy right now because he's going to get the contract. He's a playoff quarterback right now and still didn't get any of the respect. I was looking at guys like Zach Wilson, like almost past Daniel Jones in the rankings this year. Daniel Jones at least established that he could start in the in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He's a playoff quarterback. Daniel Jones did not miss any time. He handled the fumbling issues, as Dave pointed out. But they don't have receivers. So to expect him to, it to be the Daniel Jones show, if, if he's going to dump it off to Saquon, and you know, at the end of the day, you might have some solid numbers. At the end of the day, those just, numbers are up. I think, <laughs> so. I think if the Giants want to beat the Vikings, they're probably going to have to really just ex run the ball a ton because they want to keep that offense off the field. I think Kirk Cousins is going to light up that secondary. I really do. We might, we might be um, in for a shootout, ladies and gents. It's going to be a good game. This is going to go down to it. But if any team is blowing any team out in this one, it's going to be the Vikings blowing out the Giants. I, I think, think so. I, I don't think either team is getting blown out. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll come down to it. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I think Daniel Jones is going to light anybody up because he hasn't. Kirk Cousins in this one for oh, me. All right, interesting. But I do think the Giants have a real chance in this game. This is the toughest one for me out of all the <laughs> out of all the matchups outside of maybe the um, Herbie and Lawrence one. You switch the graphic again, and it's just poof, to the moon. Uh, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, America's – Team against America's GOAT. Okay, this is where it's at. Monday Night Football, prime time. It's Tom Brady, who we've talked about at length, about will he, won't he come back for another season. You know, the divorce is behind him. He's got his kids settled to where he's got to settle. Now he's playing good football again. The last couple of weeks, he's looked a little better. He lit up the Panthers. Didn't play much against Atlanta. So now you got a Dallas Cowboys secondary who, again, banged up down to the third corner. They signed Xavier Rhodes last week, so everybody's hoping that he gets up to speed and covers a guy like Chris Godwin because you got Trayvon Diggs over there on Mike Evans. Tom Brady has a, has a chance to to do damage, I think. I mean, if they if the Cowboys can't get home and get to him, Tom Brady will pick you apart. Flip side of the coin, Dak Prescott, one of the guys, obviously, I love the kid. I think his, his, his personality and his, his moxie is great. His skill level is there. I believe he's got all the intangibles to win the big game. It's just that his his turnover woes have been troublesome. Some are his fault. Some are not. Um, but overall, are you, are you going against the GOAT here in a quarterback matchup as far as who would you go long on in, in regards to having an extra game, realistically, too? Realistically, I'm not going to go long on either of these guys for this game. Okay. Um, I'm, worried That's okay a little, too. <laughs> I'm worried a little bit about – First of all, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to do much offensively. Uh, so I'm not really in on Tom Brady. I understand that they've had success sporadically down the stretch, but you got to imagine that the Cowboys' defense is going to play their ass off in this one. This is what they've you been on. So. They've been carried by their defense largely most of the season in their running game. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I can't invest in Tom Brady. It could be his last game as a pro, for all we know. Um, so, no, I'm not going to go long if Tom Brady – loses then there is no chance at him getting any more value i wonder what that does line. i wonder where his stock price goes if he loses that game like on the immediate well it can't go too far down no i understand that a lot of bank value here but i'm, I'm wondering like the future projections as they go kaput you know no, what i mean like probably, based off they, a loss they will probably if they lose that means that he can't get any more games this year so you could eliminate any potential for more that, bank right, right? so okay. those that's gone and then i would say if i was guessing because I'm not, I'm, I'm not on the data team that decides or, or part of that algorithm thing. If I'm guessing, I would say it probably cuts his 
future projections in half until they decide. And okay. then there's room for it to grow again. But if he comes back, it's going to be most likely on a season-by-season -season basis. So you're going to be looking at a very similar situation with Tom Brady over right. here. I'm with um, it. And then for the Dak reason, up and down defense at a Tampa Bay, but they can they can show up. And it is a home game, and they play a lot better at home and things like that. Um, and because of what you pointed out, Dak has been up and down himself. So we have an up and down defense against an up and down quarterback. I'm just going to sit this one out. There's a lot of other options for me in this weekend. All right. Speaking of options, I we talk about Tua. He's not been cleared yet as far as like contact or throwing or whatever. So like I don't know if if two is the investment we've we talked about two at length as being the most undervalued I put guy two on the and Lamar in the graphics for the sake of the show like they're the yeah, one, they're the investments correct. if yes. we're in on these guys yes so but Josh Allen who's in the one hundred club over in Mojo he's played incredible football throughout the course of the year forty two hundred yards thirty five touchdowns fourteen interceptions the guy is MVP caliber talent great receivers around him. The Dolphins are just kind of treading water at this point. They, they just don't look like the same team that they've been. I think Josh Allen's in for a big day at home. Um, as far as Tua, if he is in there, you will find little success uh, here and there. But ultimately, that town is inspired. You know, there's going to be some the Dolphins crazy things going finito. on. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are unfortunately me, one and done. They're not so. going to go up. I don't care who the quarterback is, even if it's Tua. You're going to go up north. I've I've been in this for maybe the dec the last decade, I've maybe even longer. Until I see Miami Dolphins go up north late in the year and win a football game, it's true. I'm not buying in on any of their players at that point. You know, Miami once or I would say October end of October hits, you could start looking at any road game they play. And be like, is that in a dome? Yeah, all right, I'll, I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so look, it's it's unfortunate. They do get in there in the last time, you know, the last second field goal against the Jets. They win the game. They wait it out. Bang! The Patriots lose. But yes, that's the sound of the Dolphins backing into the playoffs. That is with, yeah, yeah, with no rear view yeah. cam. <laughs> so they're just gonna be. It's gonna be a mess. Um, so I'm in on Josh Allen. Now the Cow I mean, it might have been the Cowboys backing into the playoffs. Right? I'm not. Nah, sure. They clinched a month ago. I know. I know. I'm just but saying. Then have to wait till the you last. You had week. an opportunity right there, and you didn't take it. Dude. <laughs> I did not take it. You had uh, an opportunity no. to be like, "Well, I would rather back into the playoffs than." Nah, I wasn't gonna go there. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna go there. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, how's Quay Walker doing today? Is he all right? Is he crying still? I'm actually. I'm. I'm Team Quay. Just so we can be clear, <laughs> mm. you know that, right? Yeah, I know. We talked about it yesterday. You didn't. You didn't see his interview. No, nah, I saw. It. I'm so sorry. Okay, good. You're. You're sorry. That's right. You're sorry. Um, why, did, why did the guy have to push him? <laughs> no, anyway, look. How about this? If the the Lions trainer mm -hmm. forgives him, who am I to not? Listen, I don't want to talk about this at length, but like the Lions trainer, first of all, he wanted all the smoke. He, he they had spoke, the, huh? They spoke. I'm sure it's, they did. I'm sure, and I'm sure Quay was like, "Man, I'll give you all this money, man. You just play, yeah, because, just publicly bro, accept my apology, bro, please." First of all, how much money do you think he gave him? I don't like, know. We're, we're Trainers, talking. unfortunately, are probably very underpaid. To be honest, let's let's be honest here. The trainers NFL are NFL players if we're really getting down to it. Oh, Christ. He's the first-round draft pick, Quay Walker. He's making millions of dollars. We were, ta we were talking like two days ago. How about <laughs> these NFL players get a raw deal? They should be getting paid fully guaranteed contracts. I guarantee you Quay Walker's contract is not fully guaranteed. <laughs> I guarantee you either. And I guarantee you that that trainer could be fired tomorrow. So help him out, Quay. You want to apologize? Apologize.
apologize. Anyway, moving on to Joey B, one of the best quarterbacks that we've seen come out of college and, and just take the league over by storm as far as how consistent the guy is in, in, you know down the stretch in December and January, and now has a chance to put the Bengals right back to where they were last year in the Super Bowl. His first draw, three versus six, no coin toss needed. It's Lamar Jackson, you would think, coming in as the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, again, is a sputtering team. The Ravens don't look good at all. I look at the Dolphins and the Ravens, the back end of the AFC. While before you were like, oh, the AFC is loaded, they are with talent, sure. But that six and seven team, I'm just like, they're they're not there. They're, 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 there's no reason for them to be there. I mean, Giants, Seahawks, pretty bad for six and seven as well. So I, I think, think the Giants played well, and so does Seattle. They played well in spurts. I'm looking at both of these teams, the Dolphins, and, and they played well in the beginning, but they just completely tailed off. I mean, yeah, outside of last week, Seattle's looked like garbage, too. Yeah, well, but look, uh, that aside, Joe Burrow's going to the Super Bowl, baby. I'm all in on Joe Burrow, and I'll all out on Lamar, but I will wait on Lamar until the offseason hits, and then you could expect a look, the Lamar thing is going to get hairy before it gets better. I can yeah, promise you that. It absolutely will. So there's going to be a lot of up-in-the-air speculation about what's going to happen with Lamar. I don't think the Ravens are going to act fast. They haven't. There's been no indication that there would be any action. They didn't do it already, you know? Like, Um, after they missed that deadline, they were just like, all right, whatever. Like, we'll figure it out when it's time. I don't know, man. Maybe Lamar wants out. You know, they haven't really done much to help him out offensively over there. And if they don't want to pay him and they want to call the plays that are seemingly the plays that they are are a risk of him being injured. All bets were officially off. Once the like the specific players move to new teams after you're thinking to yourself, no way. Right. When Brady left the New England Patriots, no way did we see him in another uniform. Oh, when, I would say when when uh, which one? I was just gonna bring up um I would say Russ Wilson. Twenty five percent chance Lamar's out. That's what I'm saying. That's I think the pretty, percentage is pretty increasing. High. Yeah, pretty I think it's high. going up there more than that. Yeah, I mean, like the, the Ravens look, the Ravens know they need this guy a hundred percent for them to succeed in the in the immediate future. If they want to blow it all up and start over. By all means, do it. But I, I think if you're if you're a playoff team now and you're a playoff team last year and you're a playoff team coming up this year, next year, if you're in that realm of possibilities to make it, you got to lock down your quarterback. That's the name of the game. And I don't think they're even close. I, I, I don't think they're close as far as, like, the relationship. I think it's all fractured right now. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, Sturtstradamus or anything like that because I did say that McVay would be out of there very soon. I think it was, like, Four weeks ago, five weeks ago, I'm thinking right now. My in my humble opinion, my gut of guts, I think Lamar Jackson is playing somewhere else as the richest quarterback in football. Somewhere else, if he's going to get the richest, he he's going to get some sort of record deal. I do think it's going to be the Ravens at the end of the day. I think it will be a really bad. A lot of things have to happen, and and a lot of things have to go south for that. Um, Agreed. I think Lamar stays, but I think it's going to get ugly before he does. And and there is a chance that there is some games missed next year. Well, even Ravens if, fans, if, buckle up! It's going to be a bumpy road, man. If I'm telling they you right franchise now. tag Lamar, it is it's going to forty get million dollars for a franchise tag. I don't care what it is. I'm saying that's a direct. It could be a hundred million. Lamar's not going to play under it. No, you see what happened this year. Look how long it's been taking him to come out with a knee injury that's like undisclosed. Really, think about it. Like how many times, like the high ankle, low ankle, whatever the hell it is. Like it, it's been. There's not been enough reports Unless, on it to you know, know what the hell's going on. We won't get into the contract aspect of no, things, but, but whatever. Yeah. It, it'll happen anyway. Lamar should be a Raven by next year, but that might be the worst thing possible for his stock. This game might be my favorite game outside of the Cowboy game for obvious reasons. This game coming up is going to be my favorite game 
and favorite two quarterbacks to think about like long term. Uh, Trevor Lawrence right now has shown that he's the number one overall pick. He was the guy. He's the best quarterback to come out of that draft class, and it's not close anymore. Now it's Justin Herbert who has, again, this year at spurts, I'm like, eh, this guy ain't all, you know, whatever. But then sometimes I'm looking, I'm like, damn, dude, this dude is good. So now you have Trevor Lawrence against Herbert, Jaguars, Chargers, probably the most evenly matched up game heading into this. Again, the share prices alone, not similar because Justin Herbert's been there just a little bit longer. Um, but there is a 10-time multiplier on Justin Herbert, which I know you were in on early. And, of course, there's a five-time long multiplier on Trevor Lawrence, who if you're it, I'm, I would not invest in Trevor Lawrence without the five-time multiplier. I think this kid's going to skyrocket. The more years under Dougie P and all the, the talent they're bringing around he's him. looking like the first of He's making many, guys better. This could be the first of many playoff appearances between these two quarterbacks against each other. I like I it. I think it's, um, it's going to be good. Like We just talked about the AFC. I'm very excited about seeing these guys go, you know, match up against each other. I'm in on Herbert over... Lawrence right now in terms of who's going to win this game mm. I think that Trevor Lawrence is, is you know his stock is fairly low considering that he's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck Peyton Manning um, one more year of playing the way he's playing if he has any success whatsoever like people are just dying to anoint Trevor Lawrence again trust me like the 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 market that is everyone that so is if Trevor Lawrence thing. has a little bit of success this postseason he might very well be the quarterback right below or above Herbert next year. And let's think about this. Ready? Calvin Ridley's on that team, too. So if we're talking about next year, Christian Kirk, you know, he surprised me. Zay Jones. He, he lived up to his contract. Evan Zay Ingram. Jones. Evan Ingram might be out, but. He's back. I think he's made himself a deal I, I agree over there. as well. Um, you know, Travis Etienne and Dougie P. Dougie P, the head Jaguars coach. Jaguars so all got, of a sudden are they got some weapons to watch. Over there. How could you not be in on both of these guys if we're talking about this postseason? I'm rooting for Lawrence, even though I'm very much so invested in Herbert. I just also have a lot of Trevor Lawrence cards, football cards <laughs> that I want to go up. So I'm in on Herbert. I'm in on Lawrence. How about I'm, that Drew Lock card you more in on Herbert. Yesterday. The Drew Lock, what is a you know, low numbered if it, the wrong card, wrong right. player. I was say, but like, it was a dope ah, card. Drew Lock. That would have been a great pull three years ago. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hey, he hasn't had his opportunity. It's still a lottery ticket. He's still one of the greatest. Do not invest in Drew memes Lock. of all time. Him on the sidelines, just kind of swag, Daddy Drew. Swag, Daddy Drew. Anyway, guys, do us a favor. Follow us. On the social medias, the interwebs, right? TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Of course, join the Discord uh, because it's it's the place to be. If you want to get all your intel, all your uh, the people, you know, all these big bets that you're seeing right now, uh, whether if they post them on Instagram or they're on the Twitter, they're on the Discord too. So you can't miss them, right? They're going to be right there in your face uh, for you to either tail or say the other way and say like, you know, last night. Did you have a inkling that Stetson Bennett was going to stink? And then you could have went short on him. If you did, I'm sorry, <laughs> because the Georgia Bulldogs ran away with it. Um, but, yeah, so horrible, horrible national championship game, by the way. Um, not if you're a Georgia fan. I'm sure you're great. very excited. Yeah, I love that. They kicked the piss I out of that team. That. And I'm just like, oh, man. I love it. Yeah, well, and it, is, it is what it is. So but all those teams out there, oh, they should let Cincinnati in. They should let these teams in. They deserve it. They're 12-0. and 0. It's like. <laughs> they deserve what? An ass whooping yeah, on right. national TV? <laughs> Trying to embarrass me on national TV, and they indeed were. Uh, tomorrow, we'll dive into the running backs in the playoffs, which guys you should do, uh, you know, get involved in, invest, and and make some of these big bet money, uh, big money bets, like you've been seeing on the social media. So, and you know, there are a couple teams out there with a 
dual running back set. Would you invest in both of them? I would say like an A.J. Dillon and a uh, Aaron Jones would be a perfect thing if they made the playoffs. See, I, I was waiting for it. In the chamber. For Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll be back here tomorrow, running backs time. Uh, enjoy and re- you know bet responsibly and all that good stuff. Disrespect. Nah, he's out there now. He's mad. He's mad at me now. <laughs>